only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i'm officer kevin and i'm uh lewis gay gomez from the legion of gays the most gayest podcast on the internet it's a little crossover episode yeah you know, Grant, I, I noticed something. I, <laughs> I know I, I come in a little loud with the intro. Yeah. And I, I, I've been noticing recently when like just about when I'm about to start, like you kind of like tense up and like move away a little bit. Oh, I like, have a tremendous headache right now. And I know like you just got your second vax. Dude, I'm dead right yeah. now. So last week I just got mine. Now you got yours. Now after this, we're going to be ready to rumble. Fully chipped. Yeah. Going to be full RoboCop mode. But n- until then, I just I have pain all over my entire body it hurts real bad my whole body that's that's what happens though when they put you in the robocop suit though like at first you're like "Ah, i can't i can't adjust to being a cybernetic being but then you get used to it and then you shoot people in the dick or whatever you do yeah you do get used to it yeah Yeah. that's a good point Let's give a th- uh, quick thank you to our guest from last time, Bron.com. Thank you, Bron. The attempted first video episode went yes. swimmingly. Let's see what happens this time. And without further ado, let's give a warm welcome to a returning champion to the show. That's right, everybody. I'm talking about Anime Serbia. How the hell are you, Serb? That's good. I also got vaxxed, but instead of feeling pain all over my body, I, uh, you know, the chip that they put in me, it allows me to uh, recite Snopes facts. Oh, uh, wow. On demand. Whenever someone says something about, like, oh, Coca-Cola... Uh, they use fetuses as their product. They're like, no, uh, technically, that's actually Sprite that uses that, not Coca-Cola. And that's important so, yeah. information to have. Absolutely. Could we just hire you to be the fact check bot on the podcast? Yes, I will. I will. I'll be like, oh, no, <laughs> technically, Ted Williams didn't actually want to be cryo frozen. His kids faked his signature, which is actually true. I discovered that the other day. Oh, man. Doing a deep dive into Snopes. Deep the dive Moderna into shot's Snopes. crazy. Yeah, it's not, at least it's not Johnson and Johnson. I, at least, I, like, the Johnson and Johnson one turns you into a pillar of salt and you blow away. <laughs> yeah. No especially, spontaneous combustion. Especially if you're a 55-year-old woman that's looking to cause some trouble at 7-Eleven. No, we need less of those It's too long anyway. to bring up your scratchers. Yeah. <laughs> it's all part of the, uh, 
the movie you, bob plan yours sounds so much more um like an upgrade than mine i i have to walk around and shoot people in the dicks i'm gonna get arrested right away yours you're just a, a fact check man now well That's i also have a dead arm i have a dead arm i feel like a major league baseball relief pitcher mine is the what hundred thousand dollar salary and uh used car dealership post-retirement I had the I had the sore arm last time, but now just my whole body hurts. It's gonna hit me like an atom bomb tomorrow. I'm gonna be like oh, at work, man. and I'm gonna be in a fugue. Oh, excuse me, I'm gonna be in a fugue state. <laughs> and if you want to uh, donate on the stream here, Patreon.com/slash/ThoughtCops, you can view the episode live and watch Grant chugging Pedialyte. Hell yeah! On the episode to stay alive, because that's how much the show he means is. to I us. I see it. I see it. Pedialyte what, what, what spilling everywhere. Is that? Yo, Kevin, what kind of coffee is that? What's your coffee uh, this, loadout? This is from 7-Eleven. This is the House Blend. Uh, we're recording here on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, typically, these have a little bit of a different energy. Uh, we tend to record on Thursday or Friday right. nights. But once in a while, we do a Sunday afternoon stream or recording. And I like to switch it up once in a while. You know, I, I feel like these kind of have a different energy. And it lends the show a little bit of variety in a way. Because it's like, I'm it's not... I'm not I'm not all beat up by the work week or <laughs> right, whatever. Right. I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm here. It's Sunday. I'm chilling, fighting off the Sunday scaries, recording an episode with the uh, the crew. Right. It's it's actually it is my fault because I work night shifts, and we're like, it offers some, like I said, it offers some variety to the show. You know, something different. Maybe some people who can't normally make the uh, live recordings on Thursdays or Fridays can pop in on a Sunday. You know. Right. And that's what it's all about, uh, pleasing the fans. The Europeans in the Discord. Exactly. The Euros. Um, speaking of streaming, sir, but you are a part of the Twitch channel, Kimono Friendzone. How's that that's going? Correct. Can I talk a little bit about that? We've been going good. We've been like had an off phase, but people are still coming up in droves. So uh, whenever we pull up and do a duo stream, it's a variety stream a la Vine Sauce, so... It's it's been going good. We've been I mean, we were the first people to do Yik and then Odie Place oh, did it God. and did it better. That did game it better. is horrendous. It's so bad. It's I remember when I was at uh ASEN, Anime Central. I think mm-hmm. uh you you definitely know it as Chicago Chicago natives. Yeah, I've I played, been playing. I played the, the my favorite bad game I've played by far was uh the CDI Zelda games and you yeah. think that they're like going to be amusing and be like, "Oh yeah, this is uh the YouTube poop game." Uh the gameplay of that game is so bad that like you're like, "Oh man, I know I love watching Morshue like spit facts and like I I love watching <laughs> Morshue spit like a crazy ass white boy." You want it? Like, it's yours, I, my friend. It, it, it's no it's it's not fun you, oh my god yeah i've only seen i've only seen cut scenes from the game i've seen a lot of highlight clips it, it looks horrendous and I've, I've watched you guys stream it a bit too uh Thank you. you and uh rocky aka uh viperwave, viperwave on twitter what was that yeah no no i was saying the same thing as you at the same time i was like yes viperwave synchronicity that's great yes. and i you guys have been uh you got a lot of guests on the show it's a lot of fun you've had some of uh, some of the same guests that have been on this show too we've There's been a, on there yeah we have been on there. that was a lot of fun yeah we played a uh, mario rpg me, yeah i played that a little bit i played f-zero and the, the the rom started fucking up but we got to talk about how you had a three two one penguins character named after you <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> i am never gonna live that down no just embrace it yeah oh i am hey you gotta you gotta be everyone needs uh 
it's how like some people embrace being the villains. Some people have to embrace being a three, two, one penguins character. Yeah. Specifically, the uh, mentally disabled comic relief <laughs> penguin. Yeah, and the uh, Christians well, children cartoon. Hell yeah! Well, I'm the mentally disabled comic relief on my stream, so every every show needs. Me. I could give you some tips to cope. <laughs> <laughs> I could use them. Ours is Zwick. Uh, key. I just will go throw a sound effect in here. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, speaking of streaming, we got our own Twitch channel. We've been using it a lot during the quarantine, the pandemic. Uh, Twitch.tv slash ThoughtCops. We're on there every Wednesday night and Sunday night from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Grant, you've been plugging away at Paper Mario. I'm almost done. Almost done. Wow. Almost done. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Give, these so, guys some, give these guys some viewers, man. They're the fucking charismatic as hell. Yeah, no, we, yeah we try, you know. You're going to start a uh, thousand year door right after that? Or do you want to take a little breather? I don't know. I'm... I'm considering what my options are. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of video games out there, you know? Yeah. And a Thousand Year Door is definitely on the menu, but I'm also like, well, I haven't finished Final Fantasy VII yet. Okay. Um, there's a couple older games that have, like, never really played all that much, like Donkey Kong Country and, like, oh, you the original Legend of Zelda, and it's just like, I should really go through and, like play some of those in between and then hit thousand year door because i, actually, I feel like thousand year door is going to be like a big undertaking because i want to try and just like a hundred percent it like the best i can maybe like 99 percent or whatever those are the I, best streams though because like those are just like you know like it, it's it's almost like a passion project because those games are so near and dear to you so right. like it, it's easier to like have less dead air because you could speak on them because you could like you know the game intimately so right. you can just talk and it's it's it, it, those are the best kinds of games to stream. Personally, it's better and, than the new release ones. For like, yeah, uh, yeah. I and, actually did play the original Zelda on our channel, yeah, like two yeah. or three years ago. And that's that's like you're part of the reason why I want to go through <laughs> and like beat that because it's like, well, Kevin did it. I've also yeah. wanted to beat that game for and a long game, ass fucking time. It's an older game. It's it's very uh, cryptic and confusing mm -hmm. at times. And it was fun because the chat was like some people in there were like very right, familiar right. with it. And they were like, oh, yeah, you got to go here. Go to this cave first. Go up there. Backseat and that's what gaming. makes the stream so much fun. You know, is having right, that interaction right. and hanging out and stuff like that. So definitely, yeah, give us a follow on Twitch or uh, if you got Twitch Prime with Amazon Prime, it's free we are, we, money. We are nothing. We are nothing without the fans. Every that is one true. Of, us, of the content creation community. It's Indeed. all because of you at home or wherever you Viewers are. Listening. Like you, thank you for that PBS. Get on that we, Arthur grind. I do want to do like kind of think of some new creative stuff for the Twitch channel oh, because for sure, yeah. now that you know we're all getting vaxxed up, I think you know people maybe want to do and see something different. Like I don't know if we can even do like a walking tour or some weird shit. I don't know. Yeah, can, do some IRL streaming. Yeah, something get, weird. I think we can go. If anyone has any suggestions or ideas, let us know. Walk down the street, get, get shot by someone or something absolutely, like that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The guys uh, go to 7-Eleven. Yeah, I say, hey, what's up, man? Can I get a house get, blend, large coffee? Get all that um, Andy Milanakis shit. There we go. I miss that show. I used to watch that every week when it was coming out. Um, and I also want to say, if you guys want to hit us up in the Discord, it's even easier than ever. Uh, we include a link to the Discord server in every single episode description. So wherever you're listening, uh, go ahead and scroll down to the description. There is an invite to the uh, server. You, you can be a part of, uh, maybe you could be a part of the Discord news if you're lucky. Probably. But without further ado, uh, let's go along and get to it. Let's talk about uh, a very famous, very favorite segment of the show. That's right, everybody. I'm talking about two minutes of hate. 
that very uh, frantic, crazy shit, all that annoying, random crapola that we see on the internet every single day. We're talking about the stuff that drives us crazy, you know? It's like we're not cooped up quite as much, but we're still looking at our phones. We're still losing our freaking minds. So I want to talk about one this week, and I'm surprised that this hasn't come up before, but it's it's a simple one. It's Twitter art thieves. Hmm. And, you know, I've talked a lot on the show about I follow a lot of great illustrators and artists and cartoonists and animators on Twitter. It's one of my favorite reasons to use Twitter because it's one of the less toxic parts of the website. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. I'm sorry, the uh, the hell site, as it were. And I I, I saw one recently where um somebody somebody drew this like hyper or not drew. They like rendered this like hyper realistic version of uh, one of the characters from that show Invincible. Right, right. And, you know, it's like they clearly spent a lot of time on it and they posted it to their art account. And then it was like just uh, some fan art page for Invincible just re- like reposts it, saves the image, no credit, and gets like way, way, way more likes and retweets on it with a no right, no credit to the artist. And it's like... That's how it always happens. What the heck, man? Don't yeah, do that. Yeah. It happens with videos a lot, too. Yeah. But. If, I, if I can um, interject here... That's why that just the importance of watermarks. Like you gotta, it's such a hard thing to incorporate into art, but you gotta find a way that like you 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 can have it on your on your thing. Like maybe as like a bit of a faded like uh, overlay, so that people can't quite just like crop it out. Like it's art because it intrudes with the art. It's such a hard thing. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you got to figure out where to put it, and then it's like yeah, it ruins the composition because it's like. You got your fucking like Twitter handle on it and it's like distracting from the piece itself. And you know what? Just don't steal. You know, this is not it's like the old days when they had cat burglars uh, sneaking in a little, uh, you know, hanging on the rope in the old art museum and stealing the uh, priceless painting. That's what's happening now. But it's a much lazier, more pathetic version of that. It's like Elon Musk just retweets something or not retweets it, but like steals it and then tweets it. Didn't did you guys read that? Uh. There was like a news article slash thread of like some guy had made something and Elon Musk had like stolen it from him. And he wasn't like he's like it was just a meme, whatever. I didn't put too much work into it or something like that. But he had this like very peculiar take on it that I think was pretty interesting. But this was like months ago, so I can't exactly remember. But he was just like, yeah, this is like just a surreal way that the fucking Internet works. And like, you know, it is indicative of people who, you know, do put serious work into things and i'm just doing this as you know a, a fucking meme or whatever but like you know yeah i don't know the, the meme Sucks. ones are are a gray area because like uh, a most right, recent right. example is the think mark think meme where right. uh, from invincible yeah. where like you make that it, it comes from like a place of love and wanting to participate a lot of people that like make those like uh, post them in like the co-board and 4chan um and they're meant to be circulated and they usually don't put watermarks into it because it's not yeah. their right. It's right. not like their full effort stuff. But once like someone making something that is uh, unique to them, and they're making something that is just like a not participating in a trend, not meant to be used in a compilation video, and someone just right, takes it, right. and steals it, and posts it for more likes. That's where the like the big big issue. I think yeah yeah it. that's that's a very important delineation to make. You know. And at the very least, like, you can always tag the person that made it, you know, yeah, it's, like, it's, if, it's if it's just like, it's oh, I saw this, you know, and like, you accidentally didn't know that it was this person's and then people pointed out, 
it's always like, weird when people like double down and they're like, oh, it's just a, it's just a draw. It's just like, yeah, but it's not like just tag the person. It takes two them. seconds. Yeah, just you have the you, you got the clout. You got like the, the like a couple of follows out of it. Like the least you could do is just throw the person that actually put the effort in, right? Uh, to to refining their skill set and just at least tag them. Like exactly it, even right. if it's like just like uh. Even if you posted like something you found on V and someone's like, "Oh, hey, I drew this," you tag them. It's common courtesy. It's right. it's what it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. That's right. Be a decent fucking human being. Yeah. I guess uh, I don't know. That's my punishment. Be a decent human being. <laughs> don't steal. Don't be a cat burglar. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got a punishment. You should have. Please, the yeah. Per- go off. If you steal it and you double down. Uh, you should have across your chest, like a Compton tattoo, their watermark branded on you. Ooh, I like that. Yes, I, I like that a lot better. Yeah, you get watermarked. Yeah, you get watermarked as to someone else's at. Just a floating, like translucent Twitter handle is like floating over you at all times. Or yeah, like, you get floating get, above like, you, like an RPG it. thing, like <laughs> RPG, like an MMO. Right. To your username. That's good. That hasn't come up on the show as like a uh, punishment yet, and I feel like that's a good one. It's about your, time. Your MMO username is now somebody else. Uh, sir, anything you want to get off your chest? Any two minutes of hate? Anything bugging you, well, bothering you? we might dive into this later if we have time, but I I, I, have, I take umbrage of these uh, Pokemon scalpers mm. personally. Uh, like, it, 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 like, like I'm, I'm big into the baseball card hobby. I buy like uh, PSA cards right next to me over there um uh, and yeah <laughs> I, 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 I can get, see it right i get into the hobby whatever but like the thing is i take umbrage with with the uh, pokemon scalpers is that at, at its core it's a children's it's a children's toy and children's media and you have people like buying up everything reselling things at high markup so like you know we're, we're all like in our mid-20s right here we all grew up with pokemon cards right we, we were able to actually go into the store and buy a pack Kissing they can't fucking do that at all. That does like, suck, it, yeah. Like, if it's baseball cards, like, and you're a little kid, like, you can at least buy, like, the low roller, like, the ones that aren't going to be, like, worth high resale value. So you can enjoy opening up pack cards, be like, oh, cool, Derek Jeter. Kids today, like, their Pokemon fans cannot fucking do that at all. It's It's sad. It's, like, depriving this new generation of kids of something that we would enjoy and had the access to if like we're at the Walmart checkout, we could buy like a $2 50 pack of Pokemon cards and play Pokemon in the playground. Kids today actually can't do that. And I'm seeing these videos where people are doing challenges where it's like, Oh yeah, flip it or cut it where like they have a poke pack of Pokemon cards instead of opening it, they take scissors to it and slice it in half. Oh, it's so the disgusting. The whole, the whole like resale, like just just reselling in general is like one of like I think the worst ways to make money, like period. And you see it with like concert tickets are one thing because it's like oh you know wh- cards are fucking, big one yeah or if it's concert tickets or like video games or something like that and it's just like oh you're just buying this so that you can resell it and it's like yeah but like. Th- a, a fucking PS5 has been on the market for like a year and people still can't fucking buy like it's ridiculous and it's just like you're supposed to have these things so that you enjoy them and life is fleeting 
and we don't all have the time that we want, especially with the fucking COVID shit of just like you could drop dead tomorrow. We and all, all these people want is a fucking PlayStation or a Pokemon card. Like fucking hell, man. Yeah, Dilbert text on the chat says targets in my area just stop selling the cards because of card scalpers. Just outright. That's insane. I I I I'm I, I'm a participant in the card market pure like uh but but for sports where it's like okay I think this guy's gonna pop off in the next few years I'm gonna buy like uh PSA tens of his rookie card and I'm just gonna hold on to him and I'm gonna like see if they appreciate in value it's different with Pokemon cards because Charizard's not a baseball player <laughs> Charizard's what? Charizard Charizard's a fictional right. character you're not be- you're not buying into it with your knowledge of the sport there's no aspect where it's like like your like like sports cards it's like okay it's like a less degenerate version of like gambling or parlays it's a less degenerate version of uncut gems and when it's like it, when it's just like toys like when you get down to a pokemon is chil- a children's toy you have these 26 year olds like walking in the target pulling like packs of cards out of kids hands and then just make, like trying to make millions, trying to like make like it's like, oh, wow, I, I spent one dollar on this pack and I I pulled a card that's worth five dollars. Well, you know what? Let the kid fucking have it. If it's you can make a five dollar profit. <sighs> I, let, I think like let, a, a big part of it, too, is like a lot of like you said, we grew up with Pokemon. Um, Like I, I was uh, I remember I was one of the very first kids in my school to get into Pokemon back in like 1998. 97 or something and i feel like a lot of people around our age you know like i'm i'm 30 you're serve you what you said you're mid-20s or so uh i'm 23 so like i feel like a lot of people uh, you know maybe like around like our age or ish you know um feel like it belongs to us in the same way and I, an I, I hate to make the comparison in the same way maybe like kevin smith feels like the marvel movies belong to him like somebody somebody in a weird way like or movie bob yeah yeah like i think Same it was energy. uh serial law obeyer in the chat said something where uh just nail on the head was like the you know the whole kevin smith crying about these like marvel movies and star wars movies it was very he said it was very performative where it was like yeah i used to get made fun of for liking this now it's popular right, right. i liked it first it's all about well, me you know at the very least kevin smith has written a couple of comics that is true right that that like at the very least he is buying, but then you get the movie Bob stuff where it's like you create nothing, you've done nothing, and you're just territorial for no reason. <sighs> Why did I invoke his name? <laughs> yeah, never uh, Robert. I also, I mean, I think a big part of it too, other than like the the cultural aspect, is also like there's a huge economic aspect to it too, which is that like people our age don't have money. And, like, anything you can do to make money nowadays, which is, like, insane, but also at the same time, like, I don't, I, I saw the Sympathetic stat. villains. What's that? Sympathetic villains, where it's, like, any, yeah. any way you can make cash. This is I unfortunately saw, one of them. I saw this stat uh, just today that was, like, uh, the entire, like, what, what percentage of wealth is owned by millennials is only 4%, and 2% of that is mark zuckerberg so like people our age have such a little amount of money we like boomers however much you know everybody else but like millennials only take up four percent of the entire economy we have zero buying power people are like we're just slammed with debt we have no fucking money we don't have jobs that like pay us fucking living wages and shit like that and half of us 
are Mark Zuckerberg. And it's just like, yeah, you just go to the store and buy Pokemon cards and hope to fucking strike rich. Buy fucking GameStop GameStop stocks and just hope to fucking hit rich, you know? So, sir, if you you could punish these people who are uh, pulling these cards, stealing them from kids. I would have them be sent to PSA to be graded and like just like Han Solo, just be like it's it, it, like encased in plastic, like a okay. giant, like yeah. That's good. I like that. P- PSA seven because they're under six foot. Hey man, yeah. it's that easy. I wonder how we would get graded. You know, now I'm not, I want to have that happen to me. I want to see how much I'm worth. You know, uh, we yeah, all have I, our price tag. Oh, Grant, man. what do you got for us this week? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really been thinking about <laughs> it. Um, it's harder uh, when you're the host. You gotta do research every week. You gotta find a new thing to be angry about every week. It ain't easy. Yeah. Especially um, if you're peaceful. Homework being angry. You gotta love it. This life we chose for ourselves. Right. Um. Here's here's a good one, and I think it's relevant to our particular situation, but uh, creative growing pains. I think we can pick this up from uh, where I left off with last week's two minutes of hate. Um which was uh like the concept of uh like having having uh uh content creation um like writer's block and just being like dude the stuff that we create is just like dribble like it's good but it's dri- like everybody on twitter and on fucking tiktok and on social media on facebook on instagram it's all just garbage it's not like sitting down and creating a painting or writing a novel or like putting work into something it's just like i'm making five second long videos and i'm like down on myself about it you know sort of thing i guess the the next step up would be from that just like the the concept of growing pains like we're talking about uh we're trying to make these videos and shit like that and it's just like it's hard work (laughs) and like the amount of work and effort that we tried to put into having a video up like last week was like just impossible and like we we fucking it it blew up in our faces and it's like and man shout out this week for putting yeah, up with for us sure, yeah. i know we were just like throwing so much like ideas and stuff at him like hey what about this let's try this what about this and he's right. like guys i gotta do the work here <laughs> but it's hard because it, it is one of those things too where it's like well, you know, we want the we want the downloads to go up. We want the numbers to go up. We want to pad the Patreon out because like, you know, I'm fucking struggling with my job and everybody's struggling with everybody's job and, you know, we're scalping Pokémon cards and shit like that in order to just make enough money to fucking get by. And so it's like you put all this work in and it's just like, man, it, it's worth the effort, but sometimes it's just like, oh, this is this is a lot, you know. And it's not that much, but it's it's enough to where it's just like the the little frustrations and shit like that with just like trying to make something and then going a couple extra steps to trying to make something better is like incredibly difficult to do, you know, especially when life is just coming at you constantly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I get I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel you, man. It's like I, I really uh, man, I don't know. It's like I want to. You know, now that things are, you know, I, uh, fingers crossed, clearing up, I'm like, I, I want to be like doing so much more. It's like, right. you know, we, we've maintained ourselves throughout this whole pandemic, but like, 
I mean, you know, like I said last time, like we're trying to get some live shows going again. We're trying to get back to, you know, different kind of video content and, you know, different experimental stuff because, yeah, I don't know. I, I just like I have that urge within me. I want more. I want to do more. And then I don't know, just when your options are limited, it just really fucking sucks. Right. Or you put a bunch of work into something that like doesn't necessarily give you the payoff that you want, you know? Um, I think about that with like the re-educationing videos and I think that they're good, but it's still like, man, I was hoping for one of those to crack like 10,000 views, you know, and it's like the amount of work and time and effort that you put in and it's just like a fucking crapshoot to, to be like, oh, well, this might be something. And then like it is and it sort of isn't. And it's just like, uh, like, where do I spend my time doing the shit that I want to be doing, you know, because I want to be doing all this shit. But it's like, how do you focus your time and effort and energy and, like, take the steps forward you need to take in order to, like, make things bigger and make things, like, better and stuff like that? And it's like, I don't know, you just try a bunch of things and most of them won't work and then maybe one thing will. And, yeah, it's like it really is like throwing darts at a fucking yeah, dartboard. Yeah. You know, you never know what's going to hit, you know? Like, you got your uh, dudes from Chicago stuff. You're like, oh, well, that kind of worked out, so. Right. And I don't know, sir. Do you ever feel this with the channel at all? I know you said you've been kind of like on and uh, off. For yeah, a bit. It, it's 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 it it becomes like it's this is my gas bunny, really. It's uh, it's nothing to like sust- have a sustained living off of, but yeah. like you feel it, it feels like a hustle sometimes. Like sometimes you're like you don't feel like clocking in and doing it after being tired from your day job, and you just sort of clock in, and it 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 it. it, it 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 becomes difficult juggling like your regular day to day millennial entry level job and your side hustle that makes you a little bit of it basically pays your gas money especially this gas crisis <laughs> yeah we'll get to that maybe we'll see um but yeah i mean it, it's all like i said before it's like it, it is fun though it's like i wouldn't be here right of course, doing this yeah. if it wasn't fun i love doing this every week like this keeps me going i mean this like this show has been like such an important anchor in my life for the yeah, past like yeah. four some years you know whatever shit has you know happens it's like well you know can goof around on here have fun with some friends just have a good time and you know right. maybe people will get a kick out of it and that's what it's all about so i mean like yeah it's like i i have the hunger for more but i'm also like you know extremely thankful and uh for everything we do here right, and right. i'm glad you know that you know, it, it's definitely been, you know, a lot of trial and error, I think, for a lot of people during, you know, these uh, quote unquote unprecedented times, which I guess you don't really hear people say that anymore. You ever notice that, Serb? They kind of just stop calling it unprecedented. Oh, yeah, it's it's weird. Um, it just became precedented at some point. And we're it's, at some point, it, it does the, become the quote unquote new normal. Yeah, it's weird. It's stupid. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's all, you know, it's all a weird. I, I think it's been a weird time for everybody who's trying to make stuff and get out there. And, right. you know, God, you know, I am just I am excited for, you know, new frontiers. It, it's, you know, it's it's good for it. It was a good time for everyone that had it in them to make something and be a creative person because it forced you to, like, try to put yourself out there. You know, we, we, we benefited from COVID, of course, in a way, because everyone yeah. was home. It it allowed content creators to make themselves, I quote, I guess, vulnerable, and at least like it just it allowed people to give them the opportunity to be like, you know what, I'm gonna bet on myself here. I'm gonna try to create something. I'm gonna try to do something. And a lot of people started to find their footing that they uh, otherwise wouldn't have made the attempt to make. 
Yeah, I mean, there is like a weird silver lining to it in some way where it's, you know, we've we've been doubling down on the Twitch streaming ourselves because it's like, you know, people are bored at home. Let's give them something to watch. Why not? You know, so that's, you know, we've kind of I I think a lot of people have just had to like, you know, you know, adapt and change and, you know, and that's going to continue to happen as things, uh, you know, continue to, you know, change and evolve. You realize, yeah, you sort of realize like, okay, like, uh. You 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 re- like there's a lot of content creators that otherwise wouldn't have tried, and they realized that they finally they had something that people enjoyed, and they wouldn't have otherwise done it unless they had this free time on their hands. Mm-hmm. And like the boredom gets them is like you know what I'm gonna make an attempt. I'm gonna fu- I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try. True, that is true. Uh, any punishment grant for this? Um, yeah, uh, I have to grow another foot. Wow, I have to be seven foot four. That's going to be scary. Yeah, that's uh, four, the man. growing pains. Yeah. It's going to have to Punishing happen. yourself. Puberty's a bitch, man. Yeah, I'm going to I do have to go through second puberty. I think that that's the solution. That's because... the punishment. You got to go through puberty a second time. Yeah. Acne, changing voice. It's going to have to happen in, in order for our YouTube channel to grow, you know. And that's like, you know, it, it's weird because again, like we always talk about how YouTube's like a dying platform, but like you look at so many people that like have made such a big impact and it's just like, man, got to do more to like bolster the YouTube shit, you know, like yeah, you know what anything we can do, you know, because hey. you, you look at you look at some people out there like the the fucking somehow the the channel, the quartering has a million subs and you're just like, man, this guy's <laughs> the stupidest person I think I've ever witnessed in my life, and he has a million subs. He should have he- stayed an arcade guy, but his entire old deal was that he would uh, just teach people how to win at skill crates. And I want to yeah, say, I, I want, I want to go back. I'll be like, listen, I'll be your co-host. We'll go to arcades around the country, and we'll teach people how to get the best times in Daytona, USA. How to win the UFO catcher at round one. Listen, man, what he used to do was actually endearing. I actually got really like, I got really sad when I saw that video that was like, hey, everybody, check it out. Check check out this channel where we go through all these fun arcade games. And it was like, oh, man. That would have been great. that to now. I feel I feel sad looking at this guy. <laughs> you know, it's like I said, it, it's apt to evolve, you know? He, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So uh, apparently all we have to do is bitch about SJWs or whatever, and we'll get a million subscribers and we can be as stupid as fucking possible. Speaking of being as stupid as fucking possible, let's move on to the main segment of the show. Uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cool, uh, cruel and quite often unusual punishment. That's right. So, you know, we're, we're talking about streaming. You know, we're all, That's we're right. on there. We're making it happen. Let's talk about, let's talk about the king. Everybody Elon home. Musk. No, I'm talking about the king no. of Twitch. Uh, Ninja. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. There he is. So, Ninja put up a tweet this week that uh, has now been deleted. He deleted it? Yeah, oh, yeah, he good. did. I didn't think he deleted it. Did he delete the I, NFL kicker one? Uh, it's because that I'll, one I'm was gonna, bad. I'm going to read this here. Um, for anybody who missed it, here it is. <laughs> it, it was okay. So it's accompanied by a GIF of uh, I think it was Leonardo DiCaprio sipping on like a little cup of coffee. Yeah. It says uh, I am in the middle of carrying a League of Legends game, about to close it out, and my braless wife brings me a sandwich not asked for with chips as I get as I get a double kill bot lane. 
So how is your day going? That sounds like a pretty swag lifestyle, but like, uh, uh, let's, 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 uh, let's go to a time machine here. Let's, let's take us back to when Ninja was at New Year's Eve. Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve. He tried to make everyone floss and no one did it. (laughs) (laughs) The world's toughest crowd. I mean, so some people are calling this like one of the worst tweets of all time. (laughs) Like he was getting like, is is it up there with... Is it up there with Kevin Smith's uh, "Pones My Dick" tweet? <laughs> that I was I was just thinking of the same thing too. I I would say it's pretty damn close. That that was a bad one and definitely an all time classic. Um, but this is like, yeah, I mean, people were people were saying like, yeah, like scientists have identified this as the highest concentration of cringe in a single tweet. Yeah. Um, others have uh, stuck up for Ninja, saying that his flex is justified. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I'm so fucking angry listening to any discourse surrounding any of this. Not you, Kevin. I just mean like Ninja. Oh, his flex is justified. Get a fucking life. God damn it. It, it, It's it's such a weird thing to tweet. Like I saw a video. uh, I, I talked about this off air. Uh, about how like the fall of Ninja, like it was like it went through like the whole thing of him being a Fortnite player and him transitioning to League of Legends. He went from being like a like a hundred fifty k like live like concurrent viewer guy to like ten k like uh, what playing League of Legends. And I saw a video of him like League of Le- like uh there's like currently, and he looks like he looks like one of those like. He looks like the equivalent of like a 1990s punk frontman. Like he looks like a he looks like someone from Bad Religion, but with like like blue hair. And it's like it's it's blue gray now, man. He looks like shit. God, didn't he like headline Lollapalooza a couple years ago? <sighs> God, please stop. I'm going that to. Uh, how, how do I how do I send this picture to you? Because I I took a screen cap of it and Drop he in looks the Discord. like shit. Yeah, uh, throw how, it in the podcast chat. It's like right above podcast Colin. Uh, podcast chat. Uh, oh, right here. Yeah, you gotta see this shit. Uh, let me go into my screen caps. This is incredible. He looks so old. Where is he? Yeah, look at it. Look at him right here. Look at how old he looks. Oh my god, dude, he's gonna be one of those people that just fucking like uh. Like one day he's gonna be like sixty, and he's still gonna be looking like that. Hold on, I can. He looks like this so up young. on the screen so that everybody can see. <laughs> he looks so young and nubile around New Year's Eve. He had his bandana, like flowing blue hair. He looks like exact like like I said earlier. It looks like a nineteen nineties punk frontman at N- Lollapalooza. Yeah, yeah, just in- uh, yeah. Wow. Is that a mini fridge of Red Bull behind him? Oh god! Yes, it is. Dude's gonna yes, get fucking is. kidney stones sitting all day and drinking <laughs> Red Bull. It, 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 that's a big thing with him. He like has the mini fridge of Red Bull, and there was this one portion of the video about the fall of Ninja. It's like one day Ninja, uh, he streamed. He looked low energy, and he his Red Bull fridge was empty. <laughs> <laughs> how, how old like, is Ninja? Ultimate calling card. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Ninja. He is... Oh, God. He's my age. Same month, too. This sucks. Really? 1991. He's 29 years old. I just, like... I don't know. All the money in the world and you look like this. You know, like... This man is eternally just stuck being a teenager. 
you not know, everyone like, could be Jerma. Not everyone could be Jerma. Where you you become thirty five and you're just unabashedly yourself and you're still able to be entertaining. This guy this has is- to. This guy is like the equivalent of that scene in uh, The Simpsons where Mr. Burns dresses like Jimbo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it's it just like I mean, that's what happens when you just like burn out and this like useless drivel that most people can like spot a mile away is like just sh- utter shit. Yeah, you know, you're like like you said, sir. The the blue hair just goes the blue gray. You know, it ages you gotta you gotta unabashedly be yourself. The thing is, is that when you age out and you're like a, a streamer, or let's player, you've got you can't constantly pretend you're a kid. You gotta you gotta own up to the fact that you're nearly thirty. That's and all- people will respect it. It's it's a lot more dignified than being like a like pretending to be like a TikTok guy at the age of like twenty nine. Exactly. <laughs> um there there's that like level two where I look at um what's that guy's name? PewDiePie. And it's like, man, I don't like that guy, but at least he started doing like content that was a little like he started making like, you know, commentary oh, yeah. videos and himself. shit. What's that? He's himself. He's unabashedly like himself. He's not pretending to be like right. a guy that watches amnesia and he's like, Whoa! Like he's I mean, just yeah, he was like that for a long time, but then I feel like there was like that little bit of growing up that happened, and it's just like, okay, that's that's fine. You know, I still Although, don't like him, but he's like better. By growing up, do you mean saying the N-word? No, that's not at <laughs> all what I mean. Pie bridge. I mean, no, like, I know he did the baby I'm, boy stuff for a while. Exa- and then he, I'm saying he stopped yeah. doing the baby boy stuff. And to me, it's just like, that's good. Keep doing that. Keep doing the not doing the baby boy stuff. Love him, hate him. At least PewDiePie like is at least going a dignified route and at least being a like a human being instead of right. like being a skinwalker. Right. You know, exactly. it's you could, you could see anyone can like do like discourse on PewDiePie. Dare I say it? That that's just tiring. But like at the same time, it's like at the very least, like you, when you're like get pushing thirty and you do video games for like a main source of income, you pass the point of divergence where it's like I'm just gonna you. If you be yourself, you could increase your sell-by date by at least 10 to 20 years, honestly. James Rolfe did it. Right, exactly. It's, let's let's you, not forget, speaking of N-words, that Ninja also had his moments. <laughs> so That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, again, this, like, this guy's whole, like, sense of humor is, like, again, stuck in that, like, prepubescent, like, cool story bait, make me a sandwich. Yeah. So I want to say my punishment for this is uh, his wife has to wear a bra and he has to get up and make himself a damn sandwich. And he, you think he, you think he shits himself with a diaper too? <laughs> yes. He's like, yes. you think that was just omitted from the tweet where he's like, maybe that's not going to read as well. Where yes. he's like, I have a set. I have a sentence for him. No, please go. He off. doesn't go back. He doesn't go back to Mixer. He has to stream on D Live now, <laughs> where everyone has a Confederate flag in the background when they stream. D Live is, like is like the ultimate like double A baseball of like streaming. God. I'm always surprised to learn that there's more and more places out there that I just never want to visit. Yeah, well, I introduced it to you. D Live, triple A baseball of Twitch streaming. Let's um let's move on here. I want I want to talk about this is something I've been waiting to actually watch 
because I want to see it on oh, the episode. Oh, no. It's, yes, you got it right there, Grant. No, Please pull it up. I, I don't I, want to. I haven't, I haven't watched this because like i watched the first three seconds of this because i was like i want to wait to see this on the podcast fair so the mighty mighty boss tones put out a new song this week which was i guess dedicated to george floyd oh. have you seen this yet sir Sh- shouts out to his family no uh no i, I haven't but let's watch this together because i, w- I want to witness this for the first time here on the show <sighs> all right is there is everybody ready i am ready I'm not ready. Georgie, please stay. They took your breath away. (laughs) There is nothing good to say about this. This feels like I'm watching Pee Wee (laughs) Herb. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's it. That's it. What were they thinking? Someone, all right. Whenever I see like the Oakland Raiders tweet, where it's like, we, do you remember the Oakland Raiders tweet where it says we could breathe now or something like that? Yeah, yeah. That had to been, <laughs> that, that video had to have been passed around by like five different people. Like the thing is with that is that there are there there was at least three different people that they showed that to and said, yeah, you could do that. I feel like th- this incident has I don't know what it was like sparked some of the most embarrassing cringe from like musicians specifically remember we had a couple other stories about like i, I forgot who it was like some dj who did some like highly deaf tribute what was that sir david getta david getta yeah 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 just don't don't fucking make i just don't just don't okay and i just like again like the the visuals for this it was like this middle-aged white man skanking around as the the text is on the wall where it's like georgie they took your breath away georgie georgie oh my god i mean you gotta laugh i mean it's it's horrible it's tone deaf and again no one asked for this not a single person was Dude, like I, I want to hear from the mighty mighty Boston's. What do they have to say about this? this o- almost a year later, this ruined my ability to ever watch the Digimon movie ever again. Were they in that? Yeah, their their big song, their their one hit song. They're on. Uh, never had to knock on wood. I'll never oh, be able yeah. to. Yeah, never be able to listen to that song again without just thinking like, yeah, these guys wrote a very inappropriate song about George Floyd. And again, it's like, it's just celebrity brain where they, I mean, their hearts are probably in the right place. It's They just, were. I mean, yeah. it's it's laughable for sure. All right. So I always thought about it to myself. It's like, if I were like an intern, like, at like, uh, like, like a PR thing, like if, if someone presented me the Raiders tweet where it's like, oh, we could breathe now. If I hated that coworker, I would say, yeah, dude, this is perfect. You should totally post that on the official Raiders Twitter account. Like, this is, like, anyone in their right mind would, like, say, like, veto this, be like, no, no, don't do this. Whoever's working for the Mighty Mighty Boss Toads fucking hate them. Yeah, their agent must have really had it out for them. Yeah. Nobody in their right mind. Nobody. And at least, yeah, like, with the, you keep bringing up the, um, the Raiders tweet. It's like, at least you sort of understand where it's coming from. Cause I think we talked about it on the episode that 
or did we talk about it? It was probably on the list of things to talk about. Maybe we didn't get to it, but um, where you can look at it and you're like, okay, well, the the verdict had been, you know, sort of handed down and the the attempt was there, but that it just like it, it didn't have the effect that they thought that it would. But like, what the fuck did the effect did they think that this video was going to have? Like that people would be like, yeah, this is not only good music, but it sends a positive message. Like who thinks yeah, that I think anybody think was that. going they're, they're to think just that? They're being wacky and zany. It's like, yeah, George Floyd, we wish you were alive. And it's like, uh, dude, like I still have a dream. It is so inappropriate. Just doing like Tony Hawk Pro Skater three music, <laughs> like was just like and just like doing like the step thing where you're like like pretending you're going down the stairs, like George Floyd. I wish you didn't die, and it's like stop, stop, cut the film, cut the film. Um, I like, I, I think don't. I think a good punishment for this is they actually should put this in the new Tony Hawk game. Yeah, whatever. I sentenced this song to be in the Tony Hawk game that was like constantly DRM. It should be in Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five, the bad Tony Hawk game. That the soundtrack should be nothing but like tone deaf, uh, yeah, <laughs> George Floyd tribute songs. And it's not as though people haven't made similar songs with similar attempts to make like some level of social change. But like, just not, not this. You it's know, like, like the imagine thing. You know, again, celebrity brain. Yeah, stupid. Because you look Dumb. at like certain like punk bands around like you know the the turn of like the eighties and shit like that, and it's like, yeah, the Dead Kennedys would reference like Harvey Milk's like assassination and shit like that, but it was done with like a very poignant like these people did this, and we're accepting of like this as being like. <laughs> It was a good way to bring up, like, culturally relevant, you know, situations and turn them into art. I don't, I'm not against that. But, like, yeah, maybe maybe ska isn't the right way to go about it. Or maybe make it a little <laughs> yeah, more general. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Maybe yeah. not in ska form. I like the joke that every Dead Kennedy song in the 80s was a different direct threat to Governor Jerry Brown. That sounds pretty accurate. Minus, you know, like Holiday in Cambodia and stuff like that. But I mean, a lot of them definitely. The song where they say the N word. There's, are there a couple? Well, that's the one that's the like, one? well, it's like an iconic song beyond that. But like, right. it's, 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 it, it's the Dead Kennedy song where they say the N word. Yeah, yeah, it is. It do be. Uh, moving on to other topics here, though. Yes. Let's, let's talk about something that people have been uh, practically begging us to cover on the show. Um, and again, this is Chrissy uh, Teigen. No, oh. <laughs> this is um, okay. It just this is one of those things I feel like we are obligated to speak about. This was John Mulaney. This is about uh, <laughs> Elon Musk. Oh, fucking hosted God SNL damn it. this it's not week. Israel. And I, I had to stop myself from watching because you know, as I, you know, I had, did uh, you try to? I had to have a friend talk me out of it. Okay, good. I was in a bad place, <laughs> and I was like, I think I might watch the episode tonight. And Kevin, God, don't do it. No, that's like literally what happened. And because like over over the past year or so, I have like wanted to tune in to some of the SNL episodes and be like, yeah. what? Like, okay, this is gonna this ought to be bad, you know? When they yeah. come back after the Capitol riots and stuff. But this was one. 
and again, I Elon Musk is the only Twitter account that I've had to block because I just can't take it. Yeah. You know, I didn't watch it live, but I did watch a couple uh, clips from the sketches on Twitter just for research and just because I hate myself. I couldn't even do it, man. And I didn't either. They, I mean, I, I again, I, I wish I didn't, but I did. Kevin, you're and, down catastrophic, man. You know, there is one in particular. Kevin, this is self-harm. You're self-harming. This is an intervention. Hey, me, Grant, me and Grant. Listen, this is this is our this is our intervention here. You're self-harming watching SNL. Yeah. First our first the Snyder Cut, then SNL. God, I mean, what am I doing with my fucking Man, life? I don't fucking know. The Snyder Cut is people that like it. I can't even think of a guy that likes watching SNL. And that's like I don't know who this is for, but again, they did this very so uh, they got in hot water for something. A couple things, actually. They did this. A uh, couple skets, uh, skets, uh, sketches got uh, um, lambasted on Twitter. One was the Gen Z hospital, which was um, just truly atrocious. What, where, what was the premise? It Walk was, me through it. it was like, I didn't, on, it was like General Hospital where Elon Musk played the, the doctor. And then it was about oh, like, all okay. the cast members were dressed as like bright colored hair zoomers and stuff and they were like yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were getting TikTokers. roasted because they were saying like that the whole thing was all the kids were talking in aave and that, that oh, was the joke no. i guess and then uh more to the more to the uh the heart of the matter here was they did this weird and this is one i i, I watched about 10 seconds of and i again had to like pull <laughs> myself back and be like no this is bad for me they did this courtroom sketch where it was mario yeah super mario it was like where Elon Musk played Wario, Grimes was Princess Peach for, well, again, for some reason had an Italian accent as well. And uh, Kate McKinnon was Waluigi. It was just like, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on over there, what the writers are doing or thinking, but it was, it was. What was the prem? Like, was it Wario was in court for like war crimes or something like I, that? I, again, I don't know. I had to pull myself out of it. In no, time. no, no. They cheated. He was cheating on uh, Peach, cheating on Mario with uh, Wario. Oh, that's, that's, that's right. terrible yeah. premise. And there was like there. Oh, now I remember. They were they were flashing screenshots of like text that Luigi was sending, where <sighs> Luigi like sent Peach a uh, a. A dick pic, but it was like a picture of Toad or something. Just it, it, it's the equivalent of like Smosh videos from fucking it, like that. That is the best way to describe it. It is definitely that era, like and a meme, all that shit. It that is it. And it's like Fuck. this is SNL. This is like they it, unbelievably out of touch. Like uh, perhaps worse than the Mighty Mighty Boss tones. I don't know. But the 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 reason I bring it up is not just because it was horrible and bad. It's because Italian American activists are saying that it was offensive. I now, agree. This is this is not a take that I, I honestly agree. expected to see. You thought you thought it was horrifyingly offensive, Serb? I don't think it's horrifyingly offensive. I just, the fact that it wasn't funny. <laughs> It's offensive to your sensibilities. The National Italian American Foundation slammed the portrayal of the Italian accented villain Wario from Nintendo's Super Mario Brothers series in a statement released on Tuesday, which says, in an era of enhanced sensitivity to racial and ethnical stereotyping, Saturday Night Live's sophomoric Wario skit demonstrates that a profound double standard continues to exist when it comes to acceptable caricaturing of Italians in popular culture. 
You know what? I say we give. I, I say we give this to the Italians. I, like, Dude, they, like, because it's need a so win. bad. It's so bad. They need a win. Like this is like just this is like a like a like a, a slow pitch in softball. Let's at least give them a win. Yeah. Like it, 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 if they're gonna like throw up a stink about anything, it's not NYC Guido voice. It's not anything. If if it's like Italian Musk, like just being not funny. Just let him. Just let him be upset about it. What do we have you know to what? lose I'm by letting him win? I'm upset that I had watched it. So it, lo- it looks like uh, Andrew Cuomo even weighed in on it and said, "Please don't believe the horrible stereotypes you see in Mario World." Oh my god! Some are of the bad guys me? are even called Goombas. Did he? He, he said this. This is Wait, real. Andrew Cuomo said this. Oh no! I'm sorry. No, that was Pete Davidson. Is Fuck, I don't know, man. Whatever. Okay, because I was going to be like, dude, did Andrew Cuomo really? I thought it might have been Chris Cuomo, that uh, that old meatball. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this let is him horrible, have it. Though. Yeah, let, what do we lose by letting him have it? Just let, just let him fucking take let the him be mad. Let him be fucking mad at Elon Musk. That guy needs to be taken down a peg anyway. Like, we all love to like, do like, like three out of ten Sopranos jokes. Like, you know what? Yeah. Like... Let them fuck it. Let them fucking be mad at this because, like, you know what? It, it, best case scenario, SNL doesn't do anything this hacky again. I don't know, man. That let let, the, Italian, equi- let yeah, the Italian I mean, equivalent of the SPLC like roll in, like if they're Il Duce, like whatever. I, I don't fucking know. I, I, I think I might have. I think I might have told this story on the podcast once or twice before, but it, it bears repeating. Uh, when I was in middle school, um, my uh, middle school drama teacher, they had this play they put on mm-hmm. uh, called Forget About It. And this is back in like, I think, 2002, where like Sopranos is popular. Like, well, it's popular now, but it was like still airing on TV at right, the time. Right. And it was, uh, you know, just like a goofy Italian-American I don't know, like some goofy middle school play. And then it ended up becoming like a national news story. Like news trucks were pulling up and interviewing people because like Italian Americans were calling it offensive. And it was this whole thing where like reporters and shit were rolling through the school to like interview the drama teacher and talk about how, (laughs) Oh, what do you have to say about this offensive? Yada, yada, yada. And then I think it got canceled at some point. Cancel culture starting early. Yeah. I would say that, like, uh, everything, all the heat that Italians get today with, like, you know, three out of ten jokes or whatever, it should be directed towards the Irish or at least Bostonians at large. You, you, know, you know the video, the bar is full? We're like, so. uh, we're, no? Oh my God. There's this one video where a guy's, like, walking up to a bar and, like, a bunch, and, like, a bunch of, like, guys in top rangers, he's like, yeah, it's real fucking funny. The bar's full. And they're just calling him like the F slur for just filming the front of the bar. I, I I'll share it with you guys later. Uh, I think that like Boston Bostonians, like Irish Bostoni- Boston guys, deserve far more flack. Oh, just, abs- like, absolutely. Because just for pound for pound, how much more racist they are. Like if you're if you were an away team fan, like people talk about like uh you know driving while black and get pulled over by a cop. If you're an away team fan and you're an African American, you go to Fenway, you are going to hear some shit. Like I've heard so much anecdotal stories out of that man. Yeah, same. Say the stay the hell away from Boston if you're like not white. Just stay away from Boston. Yeah, stay from Boston. Period. Actually, uh, my sister used to live in Boston. It's kind of cool, but yeah, I mean the the people. 
people are less than desirable. A lot of a lot of Ben Afflecks walking around, and you're just like, come on, man. So let's think of a punishment here. Like I, w- I want to connect this. Like I know, Serb, you mentioned the the uh, Twitter's obsession with three out of ten Sopranos jokes and display names. Yes. Um, I kind of want to connect that somehow to the uh, story here, where uh, you know I I'm trying to think like how come yeah Italian Americans have no problem with uh you know Twitter's newest obsession with uh the Sopranos. It's a mild issue to them. Mild at best, but I'm I'm thinking like, what would I don't know? Would would they cast Elon Musk in the Sopranos prequel movie as Wario? I think that uh, Elon Musk has to play an extra that gets whacked like very graphically in the Sopranos prequel. I'm in. I like it. Yeah, and it's uh, because that is that isn't filming. It's never too late. Yeah, she'll be coming out soon. I think. I think that they should just like fucking rewrite the snl sketch like there's gotta be like hundreds of better ideas than i got i got i got a punishment actually i say we sentence uh elon musk to get a similar tattoo to pay uh, like as the same tattoo pete davidson has of hillary clinton on his oh god what an awful Just, Both of you had the most visceral re- like <laughs> reaction to it on screen. Like oh, I, that is I forgot about that statue. shit. Uh, anything else we like, want to get to here, Grant? Before we um, pop on over to some other stuff here. Um, Christy Teigen bullied someone ten years ago, and she's getting in trouble for it. John Mulaney has a real life, and it's making me angry because he divorced his wife and is dating Olivia Munn, and somehow that's everyone's that online like, business. That happened really fast. Like, I saw a bunch of people be like, oh, man, John. De- I saw, like, an entire, like, Twitter moment about John Mulaney. Everyone was like, oh, man, I'm crying because John Mulaney's getting divorced. And, like, three days later, it's like, yeah, he's dating Olivia Munn. It was probably know. happening for a while. Um, I guess and they met at just- church, like, after he got out of rehab, though. So, like, they it just happened. Yeah, so, like, but, like, the divorce, pro- like, that doesn't just happen in one day. It's probably, like, an ongoing thing or whatever. But just, like people being like john mulaney betrayed me it's just like dude he's just a person man he there just because you like his stand up yeah there, there was like a, there that had to have been like a whole like revelation in rehab where he's like uh man i'm not attracted to my wife anymore i i have to break this off like or something he had to have like some sort of therapy revelation where he's like i have to move on from my marriage or whatever i don't know right but like the fact that like there's like so many people that were invested in john mulaney's marriage that was weird where it was like oh man john mulaney's getting a divorce it's like he's a guy he's a comedian right why does anyone even know who his wife is unless she's someone else that's famous i think a big part of it was because he like branded himself as a quote-unquote wife guy he did in one of his specials yeah yeah so i mean now that that's you know, that's that was like one of his big, you know, brandings for himself. People I think are. It's, it's also just one of those things, too, where it's like people relate so heavily to some of these people that it's just like, man, he's not your friend. He's just a guy. He's a guy out there. Yeah. yeah. That like has his own fucking life and everybody. Oh, he's, it's just like he didn't let you down. He didn't let anybody down. He just is a guy that is doing things that we all do. We all get divorced. More or less. <laughs> More or less. That's a good point. 
I mean, like the hit rate of the divorces is higher than the entire Major League Baseball batting average. So yes, <laughs> it's it's really weird. It's it's especially weird that people knew who his wife was and to the point where they had stake in like uh like as if it was like uh Kim K and like Kanye. Like, people being like, oh, man, Kim K and Kanye getting divorced. Like, I, I mean, I don't personally get it because I don't have celeb brain, but I could see people having buy into that. John Mulaney and his wife, it's, that's just that's just a divorce. And again, I think it kind of comes down to how he branded himself and just his personality. I, you know, I, I think people do connect with it where they see these success stories of people who make it work and they're like, oh yeah, I guess that, that you know, can work. People can make it. And then when it doesn't happen, it's like that connection they formed in their mind. They're like, Point. oh, that was my example for a uh, a positive. That makes sense. But some of the shit that I was seeing on Twitter was just like psychotic, just psychotic fucking bullshit where it's just like, man, he doesn't owe you anything. Yeah, I, mean, I did see people weighing in and saying like, "How how dare you? How you know whatever?" It's like, well, I mean, I he's know. an asshole, and it's just like, yeah, sure, fine. Like, did he uh, did he pull a Louis C.K.? Did he pull a Harvey? W-? Like anything short of that at this point, I I like can't find it in myself to care about any of this shit. You know, regarding any of these people, God including Kim K. and Kanye and, and any I'm of sorry. these fucking people. Yeah, if I find out he did the uh, the V thing, I'm gonna freak out. It's just it's, it's just drama between two different people that's unfortunately on like a larger scale. Yeah, it's stupid. It, it, it's it sucks that like in this modern uh, social media age that like, you know, like like a, like a regular disagreement between two people gets like blown up far more than it needs to. Yeah, I got a punishment. Yeah, go for it. I think that uh, him and Bill Gates should hit the town, drink some of that poo poo water and, you know. Oh man! Pick up some strange. Well, why was that the go-to? Because Bill Gates got divorced recently. Oh yeah, I for- John Mulaney. I completely forgot. I like erased the shit out of my head as soon as we as soon as we're done talking about it. All right, I just all right, forget. All right. What do you, What do you guys think that Bill Gates is loadout for getting pussy on the town is? What's What's your Bill Gates loadout like? Uh, like drip wise. I think I think you know wise. I think you know what's gonna get him laid is that thing. Remember, I forget what it was. Some presentation he did where he was like jumping on the chair yeah, or yeah. something. He's gonna pull. He's gonna go to a bar and like pull that shit off and like just rake in so much pussy. I think he's just gonna say, "Hey, I'm Bill Gates. I'm one of the world's richest people. Ah, uh, fuck me." And someone will be like, "Yeah, okay." Not sure. to mention all the people who got the uh, the shot. You know, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I I, I love Bill Gates." I think he's gonna do exactly. the Nathan for you thing where he's just like like uh socially awkwardly saunters into a bar and he's like computers they used to be bigger back then. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I <laughs> he's gonna really, he's just gonna steal lines from the Bill Gates impersonator. I do wonder how that's gonna like like what that would be. I mean, I don't know. Strange man. You got hey, you gotta be strange to uh invent the computer, you know? Well, he did you, got, you, you have to you be. got you gotta be a little uh twisted to invent the uh the world wide web. You gotta Bill, be a- uh Steve Jobs was definitely Gore. twisted. He thought that eating fruit would cure his cancer. So yeah, I, you know, computer guys are definitely twisted. Uh, let's move on, though. Let's go to Key to the City. Something cool, swell, positive, great, or nice. Uh, my Key to the City this week goes to the Brickster. 
All right, everybody, calm down. I'm not talking about the villain from Lego Island. Uh, Good. He told me I can't I read. Beef. There is a YouTube account called The Brickster for some reason, but it's this guy who uh, he has taken, uh, I think it's him and a small team, have taken the uncompressed files from soundtracks from Super NES games mostly, and I, I, he, there's this whole like interesting process to how he did it, but he's... Silver Gunner type stuff. They sound completely different, and it's like crazy. Like the the music that you heard in like Link to the Past or Mario World and stuff like that just sounds incredible. Right, and it's still like MIDI, but just this like super clarity where it's like this is the same hardware that Koji Kondo or whoever else was working on at the same time. Like this is how it sounded before it was compressed and put into a cartridge for the game, and it's really cool. And he he's uh continuing to upload those. Um, you know, pretty frequently, and it's like just a nice little uh, peek into what the raw audio footage would be for that. So that's been kind of a nice thing to keep an eye on. Uh, the Brickster, watch out! Throw a pizza at him from a helicopter. That reminds me of um, I think someone shared it, and uh, maybe you shared it in the Discord where it was like uh, how sprites like how 16-bit sprites looked on like crtvs versus like like what we see now and we're so used to everything being like digital and clear looking now and stuff like that and you look at these blocky objects and you're like oh this is this looks bad but like they they made them look like that because like the it the the tv sort of like blurred out the image and gave you like a clearer vision of what they were despite the fact that they're using pixels and stuff like that like that's good man that's sick yeah i always find stuff like that like incredibly interesting speaking of like you know audio stuff like one of the most incredible osts i've ever heard was from the unreleased it was an unreleased track uh the flintstones movie video game for like an ice level and it was one of the best like snes like uh osts i've ever heard huh. like, that's a deep cut i'm gonna have to check that out seriously i will i will i will like that to i will send that to one of you one day but who's gonna go next for the key to the city near grant uh go you ahead are. i will go ahead well you know it's a bit of a, a touchy topic for recent events but i would like to give the key to the city to adam sandler for creating the movie don't mess with the zohan it's a movie that in current recent events it, it will shift it will shift people's perspective that we can all get along regardless all right. i i haven't seen that one yet that must be a new uh no it's old no i know it's, it's like so old yeah. i can't believe uh, that on this podcast serb just uh figured out the israel palestine conflict just no, I have a story behind this. I have a story behind the ski to the city. Yeah, I was in it. a training class for uh, one of my old certifications, and the guy that was teaching, he was like off the, his rocker. Like he uh, he wore he was like this like six year old man that wore flame tipped vans, and he said like you know the one movie I do to like uh, solve world peace in the Middle East, I show I show both sides. Don't mess with Zohan. Show that you know both of us could get along, and that just stuck with me. Just to, like this boomer guy saying, "Like, you know, what would solve peace in the Middle East?" Adam Sandler. That's a very strange movie to recommend. It is very strange. Very, especially strange. since it's not very funny or good. 
Yeah. But yeah, Keaton yeah. City, Adam Sandler, uh, my reward for him is to finally get a recommi- rec- uh, recognition for uncut gems that he deserves. Maybe people will finally check that out. Yeah. Grant, what do you got for us? I should have waited until oh, you were done. I'm yawning. Yawning. No, it's fine. Um, uh, my key to the city this week. Um, can I do two keys to the city? Uh, it's your show too. I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, I will then. Um, first one goes to some more news. Um, he made this video. Elon Musk is not your friend that I think is required reading for anyone that sympathizes with me and how much I hate Elon Musk. And then, um, why? what's that? I said, as do I. Indeed, it's indeed. Like, as do probably most people listening. A lot of people don't, though. And I, I was talking about this in the Discord the other day, and like Zwick chimed in that like, oh, it's a, it's really only like like Reddit people and stuff like that. Like, I don't think that that's true at all. I think that there's large swaths of like the I general population story. that like just like aren't aware of the Twitter shit and are just like, oh yeah, he's a super genius that like is going to save the world one day. And it's just like, it couldn't be any further from the truth. And I, I do think that people need to, before they think these stupid thoughts, uh, put a little bit of uh, thought into the thoughts that they're I thinking. I got a on my story. Uh, yeah. I remember back in college, one of my professors said, like, was like saying like, what's an example of a, of a product that's like very popular. And even though it has like low quality, some people said, like, oh, Apple or whatever. I became persona non grata in the STEM community at my school because I raised my hand and said, oh, Tesla. And everybody, including the teacher, like, looked at me with, like, daggers in their eyes. And I, That's insane. Like, it, like the, the STEM community is so attached to Elon Musk, and there is no reason why they should. He's, like, an idea guy, where it's just, like, he, he like his entire thing, because he has his, like, uh, parents' diamond money, where it's just like, he's the equivalent of a six-year-old child that draws a robot and says, I'm going to build this. And uh, the best proof of that was when he tried to build that submarine that would rescue those uh, that like uh, all those like kids lost in like that Thailand uh, hole or whatever. Oh, man. Anyway, and, fuck Elon Musk. Continue, and that's been Grant. that's been just like everything. And again, like watch the video. Elon Musk is not your friend. Just Google it. It'll show up. But, like, that's been everything. The guy's done nothing. The guy has invented nothing. He's done nothing. No. He didn't even found any of these companies that they said that he found. He paid his way into founding Tesla. Like, two guys founded it, and then he, like, erased their names from the, the fucking placard. He zuckerberg uh, them. Yeah. More egregiously. More egregiously. And ev- everybody thinks that he's this, this fucking, like, Tony Stark figure he doesn't do anything he doesn't know anything he has not invented a single thing he's done nothing he's just a rich guy so oh and then my second key to the city goes to slime the garbage main uh if you're watching well, the like video a, a key chain to the city a key chain to the city got a whole bunch to give out yeah because uh he made this shirt uh if people can see the shirt um and kevin's worn this shirt uh, and we've talked That's about the shirt shirt first but it's uh, first responder 9-11 and it's a uh, Final Fantasy, um, and he's uh, he's been selling them now That's sure. because for a while he wasn't it. selling them. And now you can get your own. Now you can get your own. In fact, I'll I'll link you I one, Serb. You should. It's a good shirt. Without further ado, um, 
Let's do the uh, Thought Cops Word of the Week. Uh, this is something I've actually seen come up like a lot this week, and I had to Google it to see what it was. Uh, I've been hearing this one. This I week's Thought Cops Word of the Week is Chugi. Uh, it's used by Gen Z to describe millennials who are just slightly off trend and perhaps not as cool as they think they are. Chugi. Okay. I guess the fact that I had to look it up means that I am Chugi. I, 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 so. I don't care that I'm Chugi, though. That's fine. I, I'm cool being Chugi. This is stupid shit. It's really weird. It has, like, if, if, if you're completely on trend with Zoomers and you're a millennial, it, it's very creepy. It's, it, I mean, it has, like, uh, it has gym teacher that, like, spends, w- has, like, way too buddy-buddy with, like, the female <laughs> students vibes. I, I it's definitely fine to see be that. off trend. We have our own, we stay in our own lane. It's fine. It's fine to be off trend. We grow up. I mean, sir, so you are, are you on the cusp, I think. You are, I mean, you said you're 23. You're technically a Zoomer, aren't you? I am technically a Zoomer, and I'm fine if, like, breaking off those shackles and chains and just not being cool anymore. Because if you're really, if if, if you strive to be cool with teenagers, that is just, it, it's bad news bears. Like, there is nothing it benefits you in no way just at least admit you're not cool anymore and people will like just find you cool in other ways it's the right. reality of it. i feel like there's like this like perceived war between millennials and zoomers it doesn't actually exist i mean we, it's come up on the show a few it times does. Like, oh or zoomers are making fun of millennials for using the whatever emoji whenever it's like i don't really think that anyone gives a fuck the I think weird thing with like Zoomers, there. I would say, is that they're like there is like a contingency of Zoomers that's like very prone to like be really weird and stupid. Uh, but I think that exists in every like right. demographic. It's 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 uh, and millennials back in like the art when we were kids, they they were just like the really weird Tumblr people. Zoomers have their equivalent, so it's right, it's not right. worth like taking too much umbrage with it. It's yeah. If you got your nine to five and you're trying to make stacks, why does it's, it matter? Yeah, it's fine to be a little chuggy. That's fine. It's also like, um, I don't remember if we talked about this on the show or not, but like the the very concept of generations is like really an American centric thing, you know, because we had like the definitive generation being like the World War One generation, the World War Two generation, like the the fucking boomers the silent generation etc etc but like other countries that didn't experience some of these like population shifts and stuff like that like don't have generations so when we talk about like oh zoomers and millennials and all these it's just like yeah we just sort of invented these groups out of like just nothing there's nothing inherently different about any of these cultures i might make a tweet tomorrow making fun of zoomers but like that when you get really get out down the brass tracks None of this really fucking matters. If if you're someone that like, I don't know, if you have a nine to five, do you really care? Answer is no. Uh, let's move on, though, here to, uh, well, I guess before we get to our final segment, which is our listener voicemails. Uh, sir, if you can go ahead and plug everything you want, man, social media, Twitch, anything you want to throw out. Yeah. There uh, yeah. So my uh, Twitter handles at Anime Serbia, Twitch slash Kimono Friend Zone, like the Kimono Friends, like that. uh like the anime, but Kimono Friends Zone, K-Zone, that's what I, where I'm at. That's all I really have to plug for myself. I don't really got any other creative endeavors. And yeah, let's go right to the voicemails. 
Well, yeah, Serb, you're one of my favorite Twitter accounts. So definitely, I highly recommend uh, giving him a follow. And um, thank you, Kevin. And you're again, one of my uh, to favorites. those. Oh, thank you. Uh, to those of you who want to support the show and get a uh, backlog of bonus contents as well as access to our live episode chats, you can head on over to patreon.com slash thought cops. We've got all kinds of uh, extra content in, the, in there for just uh, two bucks a month. You get every episode of Fire Bros, which you released somewhat recently. And if you uh, throw five bucks a month, you, like I said earlier, you can hang in the live video stream for the episodes here. And I want to give a shout out to our new Patreon this week, uh, T.A., Thank you, TA. Thank you, TA. That's right. Give these guys give these guys your cold hard cash. Cold hard cash. And if you want to give us a voicemail, hey, that's uh that's free as hell. Uh give us a call. 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Let's hit it. <laughs> This is the Discord News for this week, bringing you all the news worth reporting from the virtual streets of Neo-Chicago. Cashew denies agreeing to the Monday-Tuesday Garfield-Heathcliff treaty, but no one cares because both orange cats are funny. <laughs> R.I.P. to the hashtag videos channel. You lived for a week before the boys got their shit together. And hashtag the Food Network. Uh, Grant continued yeah, to prove his ignorance on authentic Italian cuisine by being a dumb American who thinks that pepperoni is a real ingredient and not just something made up by the food industry. What? After Yosef posted a picture of up. his pizza, the whole server came together to tell him how bad it is. Comments ranged from, this is a salad in a bread bowl, to maybe if you like pizza for babies. Of course, though, Sleep Science did defend him. This week in Hashtag Lifts, it was officially revealed that Gret is in fact gay. Stop. And now no, to our not. final segment of the Jesus. show, Sports Update. This season oh saw the opening of Fairgrounds, in which games have a chance to be a prize match that players can win items in, such as bats, gloves, and skateboards. What they were batting with before they got a bat, nobody knows. Season 18's champions are the core mechanics. Congratulations. Great. This week's Discord News has been presented to you by Goth Joseph and Iostatic. I still refuse to learn what splorts is. Yeah. Same. And these voicemails don't make it any clearer. No. Maybe that's the joke. Hey, is it going? Hey. It's me. Hello. Um, hey, Grant. Hey. How's the music going? Oh, uh, it hasn't that's been nice. going. Uh, Kevin, what do you like? Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, what do you do in your spare time? I mean... Like, you used to do, like, stand-up comedy, right? Do you, I mean, you can't really do that right now. So what, what do you... I think you should what return. You, what does Kevin do? You're a funny guy. That's I, that's a good question. I mean, well, now that I guess open mics and shows are opening up again, I'm going to try to get back into stand-up. Uh, I mean, that's something I've, you know, been asking myself a lot recently, kind of to Grant's point earlier, where it's like, what the hell? What do I do? You know? I don't know. I, I, I just, I need, that, I need stand-up to do more voice. stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I um... You yeah, I used the, to do it before uh, it all went to hell. You have the vocal inflections that, like, uh, I think, like, I, I think you have the voice for a good storyteller. I think so. I think that, uh, I think if you were to go for a route for like a stand up, I think definitely like the storyteller route. I think would work well for you. Well, I, got, I got some, I got some stories in the chamber I could throw out there. You know, I could be, hey, you guys want to hear about the time they uh, named a uh, mentally disabled penguin after me? And that's I, a good story. Christian children's cartoon. 
Then I just that would that that would that would kill. I mean, <laughs> you joke, maybe, but that would do well. Oh, maybe now that I can get back out there, I'll uh, I'll 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 tell the world my story. Let's hit the next one here, gentlemen. It is I, Leo the Incredible. Oh, Leo! <laughs> I have strep throat right now, which means I can't talk. Oh. Nevertheless, it wouldn't. <laughs> nice of you to leave the voicemail despite the fact that you can't talk. Grant. Yeah. Grant. Yeah. What's up? Grant. Yeah. What? I'm proud of you, son. Oh, thanks, Dad. Your Twitch slayings this week on Paper Mario have been fantastic. Incredible, thanks. even. Thanks, Leo the Incredible. You've defeated the Duplicos. Oh my God. <laughs> You've. Yeah. You've marred the Magic Koopas. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. You've slayed the Swoopulas. That's true. And you made the Crystal King your bitch. Yeah, I did. I did Kevin, all those really? things. Yes, Leo. Buy Grant a beer. The six pack. <sighs> yeah, you should. That's that's for him. Buy me From some me, beers. Paid by you, gentlemen. That'll be all. Good job to both of you. Oh, thanks, Leo. Okay. How about <laughs> well, I don't know what's Sounds happening like nice here guy. at the end here, but that, that was that was a good uh, Leo impression, Grant. No, that was him. He called oh, in. Was? Okay. Yeah, huh. interesting. Yeah. So I know I've called in to complain about scalpers before because they're the parasite on the ass boil of humanity. But there's like this new breed of scalper that's even dumber because they don't make money. They buy up like a pop, a very popular thing. Like, for example, they'll buy up, like, that Mario 3D All-Stars. Oh, they'll buy, like, up all the volume ones of, like, a Shonen Jump manga and Pokemon try to, like, cards. jack up the price of it online, even though it is, like, in print, this. not scarce. How did you know? they'll just print more. Well, maybe not the Mario thing, but, like, people who are trying to scalp, like, Jujutsu Kaisen manga, you realize they're just going to print more because it's very popular. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid indeed it is <laughs> nico knew man when you're right you're right yeah i guess we have any more voicemails or is that that's it? it all right well hey like i said if you want to give us a call of your own it's 312-788-7361 or you can send an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com uh serb thank you so much for coming back on the show man always a pleasure it was i i was so happy to come on it was great yeah, appreciate you coming on. Oh, Everybody, uh, check out Kimono Friend Zone, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you, Space Cop. That's right. See you, Space Cowboy. You're all going to learn to carry that weight.